Hi guys, this is the Undecided Gen Z with Ali Malcolm and I'm back with another episode. I hope you enjoyed my last episode, my first episode. I was, okay, I was really nervous. I Listening back, I could tell I was so nervous because I was saying um a lot and like a lot and I, yeah, that, it was, it was a great to listen back. No, but I hope you did enjoy and got a little bit out of it or could at least relate to it. I feel like I'm always doing those same things. So I felt like it was very, it's a, it's a good place to start really um, for this podcast because, you know, get to know a little bit about me, get to see if you guys relate, if you, if this is the audience we want, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but for today, I've got a big lineup and I'm just going to say it at the start here that there is some trigger warnings, I would say, some um, trigger warning for maybe mental health, um, eating and let's sexual assault, I would say, possibly not touching on it too much, but I just thought I'd put it out there before you listen. Uh, so today is a big episode. First off, though, I thought I'd just get you guys settled in, tell you guys a little bit about my about my week, what's been going on. Um, we'll just ease into it. Get there steady and slow, slowly but steady, um, steady but slowly. I don't know. One of them. So my week has actually been chaotic. I'm trying to be more responsible and at work I um, have been picking up more shifts because we've been so understaffed, which... I feel great because I'm being an adult, right? I'm making money, feel really great. But I realized that I wasn't, I'm uh, not that I wasn't, but I feel like I kind of jumped into it without thinking like, okay, so you're doing more shifts, you're working, you still have to put in the same amount of effort for self-care and making sure your other parts of your life are on track. So I've been finding that really difficult. Like I've noticed with the more shifts I've been taking, the more I've been working and then trying to do all my other stuff that I've left my house get a mess and I've let my kind of life just get a bit chaotic, which I've stepped back literally yesterday after having just a really long shift. I was like, damn, I've not been looking after myself through self-care. Like my house is a mess. I had dishes to wash. I haven't been sleeping like well, you know, when you wake up and you're like, damn, I keep saying damn instead of um, <laughs> but when you, when you wake up and you're like, oh, I got enough sleep, but it wasn't quality sleep. And that's just because I think I'm so just jam packed full of stuff. And when I was telling this to my mom, she was like laughing. Cause she's like, Ali, you're not even working like full time or overtime. And I was like, yeah, but going from like, it doesn't matter what you're going from. If you're completely changing up your schedule and um, not factoring in all the other things that you do in life with this new schedule, of course, things are going to get chaotic. So I've just been trying to do that. I've been dating a little bit and have met a cute guy. Only Okay, guys, I'm really exposing myself here, but uh, (laughs) I've only met him once. Like we've been talking for a while, but the date was really good. It was really cute. Uh, Let me just let me just set set out this. um, (laughs) I'll just set out the same for you. I'll set out one of the scenes. So we just like, basically we just went for a walk. Uh, we had a speaker. So we were listening to some music. He has the same music taste as me, which is always really like riveting. I don't know. And then we walked for a while, sat down, talked for ages and we got some ice cream. This was at night too. There was a good view. Then uh, we walked back to our cars, which we just happened to park right near each other without knowing. Um, we kissed and then we went in his car and just like listened to some music. And guys, 
and I know this should <laughs> shouldn't like it's bare minimum, not even bare minimum, but not even bare minimum. But we got in the car and like music started playing, right? And I was like, "Is he gonna connect his phone?" I, I didn't, I didn't know. He's like, "Oh, you can like look in the console and like you can pick a CD, a CD." He had CDs in his consoles in his console in his console like multiple cds really good he had tribe called quest he had all of this stuff he had a bit of eminem bit of just a bit of everything and then he's like oh i've got some more and he's like i've got tracy chapman and if you don't know tracy chapman it's like one of those she's one of those musicians that i like grew up listening to my like my mom listened to so we put that in and we just started talking and kissing a little bit (laughs) and it was just really romantic even though like it wasn't that romantic it just felt really romantic because like the music just like I don't know it was nostalgic I felt very nostalgic not that I've ever been in that like position before but it felt like I was in a movie or something like that I don't know guys you just gotta picture it uh it was really cute and none of us wanted like neither of us wanted to leave and uh go back home but it was getting late and you know when you like people like you know when you're kind of stalling and you know the other person's stalling because you don't want to leave and you're just like looking at each other like mm, I should go but I don't want to go anyway it was really cute and yeah really really good energy mm, that's my dating update actually no oh my god okay I did this was not supposed to be a dating episode guys okay this is a big one I'm probably if this with this other guy if this goes anywhere this I'm really exposing him but I don't I don't care I shouldn't care because yeah anyway you can tell me what I should do a lot of friends have told me different things um I am still dwelling on it at the moment like if I should put my energy into this situation so this is another guy okay so this guy and I we really get along we we met a, in a really organic way contrary to this other guy the guy that I just told you about before who I met off a hinge this guy that I'm talking about now I was at like an event and I was just being friendly apparently I was flirting but I was just being friendly and like went up to talk to them because I was a little drunk you know and apparently I was flirting with him but I don't really recall no I do recall but I like don't think I was anyway uh then at the end of the night when he was leaving he was like oh like would you want to get drinks sometime? Like he asked me out and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went and got drinks like the week after. It was really good. We got along, lots of banter. Um, he's quite attractive. Good vibes, good vibes all around. He is a classic white boy finance, finance white boy though. You got to keep that in mind. So I, we then go on a, so that we went on that day. It was really good, really vibed you know, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I met somebody organically. He's cute. He's like, he finds me attractive. I find him attractive. It was good. Um, So then the second time we hang out, he picks me up and we literally, which is going to sound really bad, but it's not like a date. It was just like, he picks me up. We go get like some chai lattes or like coffee from Macca's. This was in the evening. And then we go to like a spot and we just walk around a bit, talk in the car, da, 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 da. But when we're driving to go to this spot, some music's playing and it's like rap or I forgot exactly what song it was, but a song's playing and he says the N-word. Yes, guys, I will repeat that. He says the N-word. So <laughs> I, in that moment, was completely shocked and like stunned that somebody would say it, 
but let alone say it in front of me. Like, I'm not saying it's okay to say it at all if you're white because it's not. But like, you know, I kind of just expect it from white people to say it around their friends because they don't give a shit. Um, but to say it in front of a black a black person, a black woman, I was like, I wasn't, I was kind of like laughing, like, but told him like, you can't say that. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm not saying it like negatively or like in it, like calling anybody it or like saying it. And I was like, you just can't say that you're white. You can't say that. And he's like, oh, okay. And he kind of, he took it on board. Um, but for the rest of the night, I was very much like off as you would be like, somebody has just said the N word in front of you. Uh, (laughs) and, but I was, I kind of tried to brush it off, which I know, I just, I've never been in this situation before guys. Anyway, so I tried to brush it off, tried to keep going, um, which I did, could do for a little bit, but then, and then we went back to mine. We watched, um, Up, which don't ever watch Up with a person that you're like newly dating or newly seeing because I cried. (laughs) Anyway, we watched Up, smoked a little bit of you know, smoked a little bit of something and then we made out a little bit and he wanted to go further and I kind of was hesitant and I didn't know why at the time I was hesitant. I was just kind of like, I, I don't really want to, but I don't know why. And he's like, oh, he got quite self-conscious. I think I could be putting words into his mouth. So if he's listening to this, I'm sorry, but he was like, oh, do you not find me attractive? And I was like, no, no, I do. It's just, I have some reservations and he was like what do you mean and like I didn't really realize it at the time that they were like it took me a while to figure out this so it's been like probably like 10 minutes by the time I say this and I was like I've got some reservations he's like what do you mean and I was like about you saying the n-word and he was like yeah he was like I kind of felt that and I've been thinking about it throughout the night and I feel really awful and I was like yeah it's just that like if you feel comfortable enough to say that like I kind of just kind of alluded to like what other things like what like I said that I'm a very morally driven person which I am as you guys know if you've listened to the podcast like I'm very much like politically correct I would say or I try to be which sometimes like I try and be too politically correct and don't tell my opinion um which anyway that's off topic off topic but um yes so with this guy I was like told him that he was like yeah I understand and then we were just kind of lying there like I didn't really know like how I should go about this. I've never been in this situation, as I said. Um, But yeah, so he kind of left the night awkwardly. And this was a couple of weeks ago now. The next day I kind of just checked in and I was like, hey, like, look, we were both like, hi, like I'm just checking we're all good. Don't know why I was the one who checked in, but that's me. And he was like, yeah, um, just wanted to let you like – feel really bad about it and I'm really sorry that I said that and I was like yeah 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 and then he said something like um do you think you could ever like forgive this or forget it basically and I was just like yeah I can I think I can forgive it because at that point I was like yeah I I think I really want to see him again so my question is do like what was I okay no let me let me do this right so I asked a lot of friends and I was like what should I do like he said the n-word they're like no if you have to educate him on why the n-word is wrong and you're a black person like if you're going to date a black person you should be able to already like you should know at least the basics and think about what's to come with dating somebody of color you know which I was like yes of course great amazing I agree that was my first thoughts 
And then, you know, after, and as we've seen through, if you've seen the progression of this podcast, I've grown a lot into giving a little bit more leniency to other thoughts and other um, ideas instead of just like my own convictions. Like I'm very, like I used to be very strong on like, no, that's it. Uh, And I still think I am with some things, but basically what I'm trying to say is to some friends, I was like, but isn't, shouldn't we like allow people to have growth? And if he really didn't know, cause maybe I, okay. So I was brought up, you know, very like, this is good to say, this is not good to say, like very surrounded myself by information, like an echo chamber of politically correctness, I suppose. Like my mum is very like politically correct most of the time. And I just like, like that. And that's something that I value. So obviously everything around me and everything I consume is going to be, you know, up that alley. But if you're surrounded by people and you're not, if you're grown up in a white household or something like that, and you're not aware of all of these type of things and you haven't, you're in an echo chamber basically with your, of his own, basically. Yeah. If he's in an echo chamber of his own where, he doesn't like his friends say the n-word when they're singing songs and stuff like that and he's never been educated or taught about this like and this is his first exposure or one of his first exposure to this kind of thinking or no that's not okay etc etc like shouldn't I allow him to grow and then if he fucks up again then that's it and it's just something that I was like I don't know where to give the leniency to because part of me was like we had the huge um, impact of the BLM, BLM movement in 2020. Like, how could he have not known this? How could he have not da, 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 da. But maybe like he wasn't involved with it as much as me. And I didn't think about that, but I don't know. I just don't know where to draw the line. And then my mom said something like really good. Cause I told my mom about it. And she's like, Ali, like, I do think you should give like people time to grow. Maybe he did not know, but also to be fair, my mom's also white, but maybe he did not know. And I was like, mm. and she's like, but don't, like wait around to collect red flags she's like you don't want to get to the point where you have a list of all these red flags and then you're like okay now I don't want it anymore like if you see a red flag or a couple of red flags and that's enough or they cross your line like just cut it off there like you don't want to be you know putting these in a pile trying to get just trying to get something or enough enough ammunition I don't know if that's the right word to be like okay I'm done with you now and I thought that was really good thinking but as I said guys I still need advice because I did see this guy and go on another date with him and I'm supposed to be seeing him um this coming week and as I said I really do enjoy his time another thing though is I was describing this guy to a friend and I was describing this situation to a friend and she was like Ali you no. And I was like, what? She's like, Ali, if you listen back to what you've just told me, you didn't tell me anything about him. You didn't say he was creative. You didn't say he was really intelligent. You didn't, you didn't explain anything about him. You just said he was nice. And I was like, damn. So if this next date or next time I'm seeing him, I'm going to try and get to know him and see if he has, not that he doesn't have depth, but like see if he has the range that I'm looking for. <laughs> Does that make sense? Anyway, This wasn't supposed to be a dating segment. I wasn't supposed to talk about my dating life. Um, It was supposed to be on the realm of men, but please give your input. What do you think I should do? I'm kind of, 
at a loss. I don't know whether to let people go or have I done my work? Have I told him what's okay? Should I just move on to the next? You know what I mean? Like, I, not that people are like, just move on to the next, but like, I don't know. Give me your thoughts or your suggestions. This week though, I did have another topic, but I've just spoken for 15 minutes. So we're just going to go straight into the core of this <laughs> this episode. And it kind of ties in to, to, I guess, what we've been talking about. But this is, I hate men. <laughs> um, I hate men so fucking much. And it's really, of course, guys, you know, I love men. I love sex. I love I want a man, but I really do hate men. I I'm done with them. And this it's been triggered by a lot of things, but really like, have you, if you've seen it at the moment in America, Roe, I think it's called Roe. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's about to be, um, it's the, something was leaked where they are making abortion illegal in the, all of America or like something is going to happen. I honestly, I haven't researched it enough because I'm scared I'm going to get angry. Um, and I just, as I said, I've been very overwhelmed and I can't handle it. But I really do hate men. One, because they literally control everything still. As much progress as we've made, they are in almost every pocket of my life or like or every pocket of life for everybody. Like even in these spaces that we've cultivated for women or for queer people, men are still there. And and I'm talking obviously, you know, usually um, straight cis men. C- cis straight men. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. But I, I keep looking at all of these areas of life and trying to find a space where men don't dominate it and where men aren't controlling how I feel or how I perceive myself. And I honestly cannot find one. And it's something like, and I'm not talking about fully, but like even like having some influence in them. And it's something that like is making me livid and also causing just me to reflect on how impactful men have been in my life. Okay recently actually which was also a trigger for this um this topic was that this man at the basketball courts was very aggressive I called him short but not really just shorter than my six eight friend uh there was all this there's a backstory to this but basically he got in my face was being very aggressive with me and just to make it clear I'm the only woman at this court at this time but I'm one of the only girls that plays there regularly too uh I think there's like maybe two or three of us but this guy was in my face um he brought up that I called him short this was like an hour after I had called him shorter and he called me fat and in that moment this was in front of all of these other guys there was like two full courts of all these guys he's in my face harassing me I'd say so I hit him and I hit him twice actually and then I was like no I'm done I don't want to be emotional me feeling like I'm going to cry because I was so embarrassed and I walked away he cornered me into one of the like you know like side like gates 
I don't know what it's called. Um, and then my friend got in between us and he kept like talking, like being aggressive with me while I was trying to leave. And then I left and I burst into tears as soon as I was by myself. And I was just really embarrassed, but not because, well, one, because of being called the fat thing, which like, even if I was fat, so who cares? Like what? Like, obviously, he was just trying... He knew that was probably a trigger for me. Anyway, doesn't matter. But for two, I was embarrassed that I hit him. And I talked to my mom about this. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I hit him. I shouldn't have hit him. That shouldn't have been my first reaction. I was so emotional. I was da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And she was like, Ali, take a step back. Take a breather for a second. Think about this. This man basically was harassing you the only woman there made this safe uncomfortable for you was in your face then caused called you not that it should be a negative word fat but like you know called you fat which you had the right you were defending yourself basically even though it wasn't probably the best way to go about it like he was the one that was being emotional and it it really just fucked up my mood for the rest of not that not my mom saying that but this whole situation just completely messed me up for the whole of the rest of the week like I didn't don't think I felt better until like two days ago and my mental health dropped everything dropped I was just flat completely flat um and I just thought about this and have kept thinking about this on how much influence a man who's like a 50 year old man who I don't really care about. It's not like I had any previous relationship with him. He'd made me, he'd made me uncomfortable in the past, but like that this man had this much control and power over how I felt. And then this is what's caused me to think about all these other situations, which have made me, which I just listed before made me think about how men have made me feel and how, much damage they cause to us because the world is literally set up for them and as much as I tried to be like the next night I was like yes I'm gonna I'm gonna go play basketball at the courts and I'm not gonna let this stop me from playing basketball like I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna be powerful and stand my ground and I did that and I thought I was good but the next day I was so traumatized and I started crying just all day and having to call people to go see people and just cry and get hugs as much as I tried to um, push this away and be like, this man does not control me. Like, I'm not going to let him ruin my day, my week, whatever. He did. And that's something that we can't escape because of the system that is created for men. As I said, they are in every space. And um. I just don't know how to, I guess, get rid of that. And and I guess it's there, like, I don't know if the right word is, like, ramification that they have on everything, but it's made me step back and, like, I was talking to a friend about art and literature and how everybody we learn from or all these, like, you know, the big exhibitions that we have, like we have Picasso and this and this and that, Matisse. They're all men. Like, where are the women where are the women um, artists being represented in these big museums with these big exhibitions? Where are the men in the literature that we're learning about? You know what I mean? Like I remember at school, all I did was learn, like have Shakespeare and all this type of stuff. There's so many like impactful women 
in this world and we're still being minimized I don't, I don't know if that's the right word but we're still being brought down by men because they control everything in sport in tv we see it like movies that are being made just everything like even when women do try and create stuff it's not as popular it's not as good there's something wrong with it but as soon as like a man makes like a mediocre film it's and I know we've had this conversation before this isn't probably anything new that you guys are hearing and I'm not trying to bring anything new I'm just trying to like connect it to my own experience but I guess this ties to choosing like not to be embarrassed like the question I was talking about last week it it kind of ties to this like can we choose not to have a learnt response or learnt idea in reaction to men and I really just want to know have you guys ever been able to separate yourself from oh I this is what my like mind in the social construct or social norms expects me to do but my response is going to be this or like I just think that even if we tried our hardest and kept going we'd still have that little inkling to do what we've been told or like what we've been taught and I don't know how to stop this I don't know how to get past this yeah I basically don't know how to stop abiding by these like invisible rules and barriers that have been put into place like the patriarchy that's what it is right sorry guys I'm obviously not educated but it's the patriarchy and I don't know what to do and I'm not the right person to talk about this and I really want to talk to somebody who has I guess who has taken a step in the right direction like I embarrassingly like love validation from people especially from men (laughs) um um, but no like validation literally keeps me going it like makes me feel like I'm on the right track which is not okay it shouldn't be the case but like knowing that like I'm appealing to men or it just makes me feel like I'm doing something right which don't do this guys don't even get on the habit of doing this and if you are in this We'll figure it out together but I I still let them dictate like how I see myself how like my actions which means we're gonna have to learn together right which means we're gonna have to take a step in the direction if you want to I'm not forcing you to you know you can do what you want to do but I'm kind of done and um I'm done with letting my life or my life but like I'm done with yeah I've known my life (laughs) I'm done with letting my life be controlled by men even if they don't know it's being controlled by them it's being controlled by them and that's what I hate because some men oh I don't know maybe they just are not aware or they're not tuning in or they're not taking like considering their privilege or their position in life but these men that aren't doing that don't know the control and power that they have like this man at the basketball courts he was shorter than me like he was I hit him like he didn't get well he did corner me but he didn't get violent with me like and I was still terrified like I don't even know how to explain it to you guys like I am still quite traumatized like I 
haven't gotten past it and it scares me that this man scared me so much and if there's any way I can overcome this or take one step to being like I don't want to let them have this power over me no matter if it be a man I'm dating no matter if it be a man that I encounter on the street no matter if it I was at a uh a um like a runway I was modeling and there was this man taking photos of the runway and taking photos of the setup and there was all of us girls there was about seven of us I think and I was probably the biggest of them all so like because I was doing I do curve modeling and I felt it could have just been not even real or existent but I felt like he wasn't taking as many photos as me as he was taking photos of the other girls and I felt like that's because I was fatter right and this man, I didn't even interact with him. I didn't say hello. Like it, we didn't have time. Not that I was ignoring him, but like, yeah, he had no really power over me, but he did. That's the thing. This guy that I had never interacted with that this situation, like these men on the street, I won't even say hi to them. Somehow they impact me and I'm not going to bombard us with a list of things <laughs> like I kind of did last week. I'm not going to bombard us with things that's going to overwhelm us so I just did one thing. I did a tiny bit of research, right? I got one of my computer and I did a little research and I, and from this research, I figured out our first step, which is, it's a really simple first step, but they all are, right? Is to absolutely shatter the chain of social construction. Easy easy enough simple we're gonna do this by resisting societal norms and questioning them so if you don't know what societal norms are they are basically I'll give you a list of them so they uphold the patriarchy the ones I'm talking about they're like gender norms um any social norms that you can think about. So maybe like a woman should be caring and nurturing a woman should cook should be in the kitchen should do the cleaning um hyperfemininity femininity hyperfemininity yeah um so women have to have long hair have to um look very feminine and very petite and small um oh there's one for men as well men um have to be handy men don't get emotional um very like you know girls wear pink boys wear blue you know, girls wear makeup, um, that just stuff like that, social, gender, social norms, which I feel like as a society, we were slowly breaking down, obviously, with the, with basically, with the LGBTQI um, community taking a lot of action. So that's obviously working, but I think we need to do more in our everyday lives, you know, thinking about these things. Like not, you don't have to do more, but just like questioning it. Like, why do I like this? Why do I feel the need to shave off my hair? Personally, I like to shave because I like to rub my legs um, together in bed and it feels really nice. But if I, I've thought about it, so that's why I'm, I know why I like to do it. But you know, like other things, like I like to shave my arm hair, very weird, I know, but that's because I don't want, men to think I'm hairy and more masculine than I feel like I already am because I'm tall and like bigger so I don't want to come off as more masculine which what the fuck I shouldn't even me just digesting that right now but I shouldn't even have to think about that um but just yeah like going through these things being like why why do we do them why are they there what's going on and 
not that I'm giving you guys homework. I'm giving myself homework. And if you want to join along on the homework, feel free. But if you can pick out one thing in your daily in your day or in your daily routine or whatever that um, is a social norm and you question it, even if like you come out questioning it, you're like, oh no, I actually like doing this. That's fine. But just think about it. Think about, do I like doing this or have I just been taught to do this? Or is it the influence of somebody or men? But yeah, that was a big rant. I hope you not I, not that you would have learned anything, I don't know, but I hope you can relate to that and this has just made you think a little bit more because it's definitely made me think um, men are trash. We've heard it before. I hate them. I love them, but I hate them. Um, <laughs> and I just, I yeah, it's going to take time. It's going to take time, but I just don't have time. Like I don't want there to be more time taken to get, to this like to fix this issue even though it's going to take time anyway to finish off this episode I've got uh our dilemma our asshole segment our secret segment whatever you want to call it if you'd like to put a anonymous dilemma secret question or am I the asshole you can leave that in the link tree in my Instagram or in the undecided Instagram um, at the undecided Gen Z and yeah go go put something in there go tell me a secret I want to hear anyway this dilemma here we go we're gonna anyway so we're gonna start off with a dilemma and it says am I the asshole for laughing at a kid who was bald let me start at the beginning I'm in seventh grade me and my friends make a lot of mean jokes which middle school which middle schooler doesn't haha <laughs> yeah okay I don't know I don't know what that was I think they were laughing at themselves anyway love that um <laughs> we saw a kid far away at lunch who was bold we started making jokes about cancer and leukemia and alopecia but he wasn't sitting alone he had a lot of friends and we felt bad after we don't even know him am I the asshole? look like I don't want to be mean to you but yes <laughs> um Fucking hell, I did not expect that to be, wow, okay, who makes jokes about cancer and leukemia? I like, I don't mean to be mean to you, but I do mean to be mean to you, like, that is awful, you should, you are the asshole, and you should feel really bad about it, because even if they aren't bold because of leukemia and cancer, like, you don't know what's going on in their life, they could be bold because of stress, like, people have got shit going on you know what I mean like I bet like maybe they chose to be bald but maybe they're making a statement like you don't know maybe they accidentally cut their hair too short or their mum did it or something and they had to shave it all off like there's just all this background behind it doesn't matter if they've got friends or if they're sitting alone or they're not sitting alone like it's still not okay I don't think at all you should feel bad secret this is a short one, guys. I was given a secret and it says, my crush doesn't like me. How do you know? I want to know. Why is there no extra information? Um, I would really like to know, how do you know he doesn't like you or she doesn't like you? Have you asked? Maybe ask. Maybe put out some signs, some feelers. And if they don't, there's always going to be another crush. Tell me, trust me. I've had so many crushes. I have like five crushes at the moment. Three, four, maybe five. Oh, 
who knows could be a new one today I have a coffee crush I have multiple crushes anyway so don't worry they'll one goes another one comes along just find everybody attractive and it gets easier (laughs) or harder whichever way you want to take it okay and our last little um anonymous submission from you guys was a question and it is you meet your 13 year old self what would you say and why one sentence I would say which is it's so cliche and boring but I would say Ali just enjoy right now just take a breath and enjoy right now yeah because, no, you know what? I'm not even going to explain it. Just, I think everybody needs to do that right now. Like we need to, and it's easy enough to say, I know because anxiety, uh, I've got it. We've all have anxiety moments. Um, we worry about what's coming or what's to come ahead. And we don't appreciate the moments, I guess, that we're in and the beauty around us and the good things that are happening that, we miss out and then in a couple of years you look back you're like damn so just enjoy right now take a breath so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I I actually had a really fun time talking not that I'm surprised that I had a fun time but I feel a little more comfortable I still am a little nervous and I don't know if it was a whole ramble I'm gonna have to listen to it back but (laughs) if you guys enjoyed please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts you can leave a little rating on Spotify share it with a friend um yeah I just really hope you guys enjoyed and I know it is a different kind of format to what Theo and I do are doing but I hope you stick around if you'd like to follow me on my personal journey my personal journey my personal life it's Ali underscore Malcolm if you'd like to follow the podcast account which I don't know what you guys want to see on there so I'm gonna I'm gonna think about posting some more stuff there um it's the undecided gen z and we do have a tiktok and well I, I do have a tiktok and youtube etc which is inactive at the moment, which will get, it will become active, but those are the undecided Gen Z too. So I'd love to hear from you guys. um, And I hope you guys have had an amazing week and have an amazing week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bye guys. Love you. Why did I say love you? Anyway, I do love you, but still kind of weird. All right. Bye. (laughs)